Welcome to Connect Church Podcast with Louise Cardozo. Guys, it's really good to have you all. And I have the privilege to share with you about Psalm 96. And before we even start to read Psalm 96 and talk about it, I would like to invite you all to pray with me and ask God to reveal His wisdom to us, His power to us, His glory to us. I know that no one here needs to hear anything that comes only from my mind or my heart. But one word from the throne of the Lord is enough to change our lives completely, to change our lives forever. So let us pray. God, we come before you with humble hearts and open minds. Father, we don't want to tell you what to do. We don't want to tell you Father, what we think you should do, we want to open our hearts to you and say, Lord, let your word come to us. And that in this process, our own values and everything that we believe and that we are building our lives on may just go away. Father, we pray today that we may listen to your amazing voice, that we may be excited with everything that you are doing and joining with you, Lord, in all that you are already doing. Father, we offer ourselves to you this morning and we pray, Father, that you may open our, our minds and that we may have an encounter with you today. Doesn't matter how many times, Lord, we did that before. A moment in your presence is always unique. A moment in your presence is all that we need. So help us to be with you. Lord, not to be so distracted by the work that we'll start to do 9.30 or by all the things that we have to do or the boredom not to, or not to do or not to have many things to do. I don't know how people are this morning, but one thing I do know, Father, that you have a word for us today. So may, Lord, we are open to hear your voice and be transformed by your love. That's what we pray, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, guys. So, talking about Psalm 96, I would like to, to read part of it, and then we'll start a conversation, and then we move on from that. Okay? So, Psalm 96 says, Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless His name. Tell of His salvation from day to day. Declare His glory among the nations, His marvelous works among all the peoples. For great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the peoples are worthless idols. But the Lord made the heaven, His splendor and majesty are before Him. His strength and beauty are his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord of families of the peoples. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Guys, there is so much on this psalm, so much on this Psalm 96 that that is just we could spend hours talking. Don't worry, I will not try to spend hours talking here. But, you know, although there is no specific author that 
people believe that wrote this one. When we read the whole Psalm 96, we will see that David used part of that or sang part of that. And it's 1 Chronicles 16, 23 to 33. He used part of that. So some people will believe that is from David or most people will believe that that is from David. But there are three things on this psalm or three main areas, main spheres on this psalm that is just amazing. The first one is that it first speaks uh, to the people of God and then to all the nations of the earth. And then finally, the psalmist speaks with creation itself. Look how awesome that is. He starts from God and from recognizing how amazing, how God, how powerful, how glorious God is. And then he speaks to the people of God and then to all the nations of the earth. And then to creation itself. And it starts saying this. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord. Bless his name. Wow. What is to sing to the Lord a new song for you on this season? What is to glorify God with all that you have and all that you know on this season? Look, I know there is so much going on at the moment and people are so crazy about so many stuff but let me tell you something if we don't understand that all that we need to do is start with the lord and ends glorifying the lord we are with the wrong purpose we are with for the wrong reasons Everything we do is start glorifying God and the utmost goal must be to bring glory to the Lord. And when it says let's sing a new song to the Lord is because the Lord has not done with us yet. The Lord wants a new song from us, a new initiative, a new something. On this time we are part of God's answer to the world. Look how awesome is that? No matter what people say about you, no matter what people say about your haircut or your accent or your age or your economic situation or anything else, when God made you and when God looks at you, he, what he's seeing is part of the solution of the world to connect what he did on that cross with all the peoples of this earth. So we we not we are not supposed to just be stopped and counting all our defeats and our problems but we are supposed to stand in the power of the spirit and sing to the lord a new song in a way that people will hear that our god reigns our god is in control and nothing can take that from his hand nothing can take him by surprise and you are part of that we are part of that the message is part of that our churches are part of that. It's part of the solution that the world needs. And that's not in our power. That is not in our wisdom. That is in what God wants to do. And He will do through you and through me. But all starts with Him. I remember when I was starting to study about mission. I had two great experiences. But that changed the way that I saw mission and, and the work for the Lord. And the first one, I remember I went to Africa and I had this privilege to plant few churches in Africa and I was sharing there with people. And I remember that one thing that made me really humble was when I went to a tribe that never heard the gospel. 
and I could share about the love of Jesus and how Jesus loved them. A person came to me and said, serious that Jesus died for me? And the translator was saying that to me. And I said, yes, he did. He died for you. And then the next thing that the person said to me was, so what can I do for him? And that just blew my mind. Because how many times in my life I heard people asking the opposite question. Wow, what can Jesus bring to me? If you are saying that Jesus is this, is that, so what can he do for me right now? And that person on that tribe, forget by the world, when I got there, what they said was, what can I do for a God that already did everything for me? That's what we need to do. The other thing that blew my mind, and Eduardo, you will go to Brazil, you might see that. You know, in Rio, we have some communities, or what was former called uh, slums, and in some of that, some mounds, they have guns in the entrance of this place. It's not open to everyone. It's just, you know, it's it's like a war, but, but it is. So I had the privilege to go to preach in one of these places, and actually I was seeing everything that was happening, and we would share on that place. So When we got there, we went to the top and it was surreal. Let me be honest to you. I was totally out of my comfort zone. People driving with their guns, people walking openly with guns and all that. And I was like, whoa. And then they brought the leader, the drug lord of that faction to talk to us. And, you know, I was petrified, to be honest. But the person came and just started to talk to us. Normal. And then someone asked about churches on that place. And he said, yeah, we like churches. You know, you can have your church here. It's not a problem. Uh, and the person that was leading us on, on, on that place was a former drug lord himself. And then he said, and this person here was part of our gang. And, you know, he was exactly like us, but he, he met Jesus and he left. And then I had this idea to ask and said, so people can leave This cartel, people can live this life because I thought they couldn't. And he looked at me and said, let me tell you something to you. We allow people to live the drug lord life as long as they go to church. But what we do with them is that they will, if they meet Jesus and they want to live this life, that's all right. But they need to go to church every week, to every service. If they miss two services in a row... The pastor has to let us know, and they will die. <laughs> I said, how is that? They said, don't you understand? If they really meet Jesus, that's all right. Go and live your life with Jesus. But if they betray Jesus, what will they do with us? And I started to just wonder and say, wow, how different from anything else that I heard in my life that is. But those words stay with me until today. He said, Luis, if someone meets Jesus, they need to live for him. If the person betrays Jesus or stop or don't take him serious or just have a nominal relationship with him, we don't what this person can do. We know God. And this psalm is echoing that through every line, every word. We know Jesus. We know God. And then on on. Verses 4 to 6, he started to say that God deserves 
praise. God deserves all the glory. God deserves that. And let me ask you, when was the last time that you just stayed in awe before the Lord? When was the last time that you just stopped and contemplated His wisdom, His power, His glory, His, you know, salvific love? When was the last time? Because we are so quick to respond. And on this planet, people are so quick to go to social media, to go to newspapers and other, you know, places and just start to complain and attack people. That I think that sometimes we lost the blessing to just stop and contemplate the Lord. Just stop somewhere and start to bring to our memories what gives us hope. Because when we bring to our memories what gives us hope, when we start to contemplate and understand that the Lord deserves all the glory, all the praise, then it's easy to start to get excited about what He's doing, to join with what He's doing then it's okay and it's easier in a way to start to proclaim because I can see who He is, what He does. And then it's easier to share how amazing God is. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. God is the vaccine. God is the reason. God is the way out of all the injustice in the world. All racism, all sex slavery and everything else. But we need to understand what this psalm is saying to us. Is that God is the vaccine. God is the starting point where we take all the pattern to bring to the world. And not the other way around. One of the things that I'm seeing on this time. Is that people go so quickly to you know, protest and all of that. And I'm not against any of that. As long as it's pacific and in the law. But... People are so quick to do so many other stuff that they forgot or forget the principle or the main thing that is to start everything in God's presence. And Shola shared with my church this and it was amazing when he said, you know, the first form of protest is when we fast and pray, when we go to God. And I start to think about the Bible and look, Esther She did protest. She went to the front of the king. But first of all, she did pray and fast. And the whole people, as a group of people, fasted and prayed. And said, Lord, we need your deliverance. Your pattern to come to the world. And not the other way around. And when they went to do their protest. Or they have the conversation. The favor of God was there. But so many times we are quick to go. And then there is nothing to sustain that. Look guys, in Jesus' name, as a foreigner that suffered a lot of racism as well, as people that I know that are suffering, God is against all forms of injustice. All forms. And this week I'm spending a lot of time reading about it. And you know, when I read that is 99 million people as slaves nowadays, that broke my heart, brought tears to my eyes. Just in Europe itself, it's three million sex slaves. And I looked at that and said, God, I cannot stay without doing something about it. When we see all the racism going around, when we see all that, must break our heart because that's not God's pattern. 
But let me tell you, I cannot go to a world problem because the problem of the world is seeing. Seeing causes division. Seeing causes separation. Seeing makes me look to my brother and start to name it and start to see God's presence on them. But I cannot go to the world that has this problem with seeing with my own ideas and think will work. I need to take the pattern of God and take to the world that changes people inside out. That is the answer for racism and injustice and all forms of injustice when we start to praise God. We are not called to make racist people less racist. We are not called to make, you know, bad people less bad. We are in the business of transformation, of salvation. We are called to, to, to call people from death to life. People from a life without God and an eternity without God to an eternity with God forever. And that changed them. That changes their concepts. The way they see the world, the way they see their brothers and sisters, the way they see their wives and husbands, the way they see everything. Because they can see God on that. We are not called to conform, but to renew our minds in God's pattern. And that happens when I look to my God and I know that He deserves praise. That His pattern is the one that must to permeate the world. And that's the call of every Christian. Let's Praise Him, glorify Him, and take His pattern to the world. That's what we do. And to finish, guys, on verses 11 to 13, it says, Let the heavens be glad, and let the earth rejoice. Let the sea roar, and all that fills it. Let the field exult, and everything in it. Then shall all the trees of the forest sing for joy. Before the Lord, for he comes, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the people in faithfulness. My family, let me tell you something. In Jesus' name, our call is to remind people that there is a message of joy in God. There is a message that He's coming to redeem us all. But our part, our part again, and this psalm says this again and again and again, is to remember that we are called to proclaim the virtues of the Lord. He rescued us from darkness to light to proclaim His virtues. Or in the words of a great American uh, uh, scholar, he says that this season... Between the first coming of Jesus and the last one is the most vibrant and amazing mission season of all. You are on this season. We are on this season. What is the new song that God is asking us to do? What is the new song that God is asking you to do in your work, in your department, as a Christian, as a person? What is this new song? What is this new thing that I can offer to God today that will bring glory to Him and restoration and redemption to this world? Let's do this. Let's wake up today. Let's remember, like it says here a few times on the verse, ascribe. You know, it says verse 7 and 8, ascribe to the Lord of families of the peoples, ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. And I, I as a foreigner, I didn't know what ascribe was. So I went to the dictionary and didn't help me at all. So I went to the Hebrew dictionary 
And let me tell you, I did seminary, but I'm useless with Hebrew as well. So you can see. Uh, so, but I found that this word ascribed that is Yahab in Hebrew, uh, it means to give to the Lord, not just to put on his hand, but to understand that to the Lord and from the Lord, I take all that I need. And then I start to, to understand that this psalm is not just saying, hey, go with a new song and do whatever you want, but bring your new song to the Lord and from the Lord take what he wants you to do in the world you are part of the solution because the spirit of God dwells in you you are part of the transformation of this world because God is calling you from darkness to light and when we go we can see the seas roar and the whole world be transformed because the same power that brought Jesus back from the dead is over your life Go, be a difference. Go, sing a new song to the Lord. Go and bless his name in everything you do today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, guys. I would like to pray for us now. So, if you would like to put here in our conversation, our chat, your prayer requests, I'll be praying for that. If not... That's all right. Uh, I'll be praying and just bring in your mind to the Lord what the Lord is speaking to you. Okay, so few seconds uh, for for us to pray about it. Few seconds for us to put whatever we would like to be prayed for. And please let's keep praying for all these prayer requests and let's keep in contact with our line managers and and with our groups. Uh, uh, I'm so thankful for my group. It's been it's been a great journey on this last few weeks, a lot more weeks than I anticipated, but it's been great. So let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I would like to bring all these prayer requests before you. Father, I pray for everyone now that is bringing before you someone that they love, a situation that that is just burning their hearts. Father, I pray now for my brothers and sisters that are suffering with injustice. Father, we are not called to look to the other side. We are not called to pretend that is not happening. But all we start with our knees on the floor and pursuing you. Because one word from you is enough. And we are not called people to have a, another pattern Because if it's not your pattern, we're still wrong. We want your pattern to be on this planet. And we are part of that, singing a new song. A new song when we are confronted with racism. A new song when we are confronted with sin. A new song to people when they are lost. A new song to people when they are depressed. A new song to people when they think that there is no solution for them. Lord, we are part of this new song that you are bringing to the planet right now. And I pray that you may use us, Lord, in our gifts and skills to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor, the second chance, this new time. I pray for everyone, Lord, that is right now uh, facing or, or, or passing through this valley of illness, I pray that you may touch everyone, Father. I pray for our families and our friends and for all 
prayer requests that we shared here, all that is in our minds. Father, in Jesus' name, that we may go now to rejoice that you are good, to give you all the glory, but to, to know your pattern, to know your guidance, and then sing a new song that will glorify you. I bless everyone today in the precious name of Jesus. Thanks for joining the Connect Church Podcast. If you'd like more information or to ask us a question, please go to www.cntchurch.co.uk.